Welcome, Kevin, to another episode of the Fiber Coven podcast. I'm Lauren of Valkyrie Fibers. And I'm Emily of Kitty with a Cupcake. And we're going to talk about some yarn stuff and some weird stuff. Yep. Cool. So starting off with the yarn stuff, you just said you finished something? I did. Will you show it to me, please? I guess so. (laughs) It's this thing. Yay! Look at this weird shape. Design. It is a shape. It's a neat shape. And it's a really rich purpley purple and then a grayish with speckles. Yes. And this yarn is by Lola Bean Yarn Co. And mm-hmm. it is Sucker Punch Ooh. and or not Sucker Punch. That's what I'm thinking of naming it. It's uh, Knuckle Sandwich and Purple Nurple. Love it. Knuckle Sandwich has been one I've been lusting after forever. That's the gray one with the speckles, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it goes really well with the purple nurple because the purple matches the some of the speckles in it. So Ooh, that looks so nice when you put it on. Thank so you. to describe it for everybody listening, it is a vibrant purple square that's set on the back of the piece um, pointed like a diamond. So like points up into the sides. And then it's got rectangular pieces coming out of each flat edge that connect into a shrug. Yeah. So it's a little shrug and it's like kind of flappy. It's got extra mm-hmm. room in the arms, so it's just like comfy and oversized. Ooh, it looks so cozy, and the square is centered on your back, real cute. Yeah, it stays put really nice. And you so. put a beautiful I cord bo- edging on both sides of the sleevey parts. Yes, I really like that too because it brings the color that's on the back to the front more. Mm-hmm. Have so you, you tried wearing it. it with a shawl pin? I haven't, I haven't yet. Um, I haven't done the photo shoot yet, so I'm not like actually mm-hmm. wearing it in my wardrobe because I like to keep things freshly blocked. That's why I wasn't wearing it in the episode, so I don't get it wrinkled. Um, mm-hmm. But I will definitely try it with a shawl pin. Um, yeah. But honestly, so far it stays really good without anything. So I don't know that I will actually use a closure when I wear it in life. It's gorgeous. Thank Love you. It. I'm very excited about it. Um, this is going to be test knitting uh, because it is a really weird construction. I mean, it's not that weird, but it's not a common construction. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was writing the pattern yesterday and I was just like, oh my God, there's so many. <laughs> I have so many photo tutorials for how to do things because I want it to be a really easy, accessible beginner pattern. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like crazy in this. You knit a circular square and then you knit flat rectangles it's really easy I promise but like how you do your measurements and stuff uh is a thing so I have a diagram of that and there's diagrams of how to pick up the I cord and all that stuff uh so Mm -hmm. it's a really photo tutorial heavy pattern which takes a while to write Mm -hmm. uh but the other cool thing about this is it is infinitely sizable Mm -hmm. uh so you basically take your back width measurement which is Mm -hmm. uh, across your back from armpit to armpit. And the whole Mm -hmm. size of the shrug is based off that. Nice. So you can make it for a little tiny child or you can make it for a very large adult. Lovely. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so pretty much all I need to do uh, in the pattern before the test knit goes up is the uh, yarn yardage calculation, Mm -hmm. which I believe I'm just going to do by inch for the back Mm -hmm. because there's so much size variability so I'll just put like for this size back with it's about this much 
and you can mm-hmm. kind of go in between if you're in between sizes. Um, it's such a clever design. I love it. Yeah, I really like it. I'm really happy with it. I hope people like it because I know it's kind of weird. <laughs> it's not. It's Nevo. Thanks. Uh, but yeah, so I look out for the testnet call for this. Excellent. Sign up for my email newsletter or uh, check out on my kitty with a cupcake Ravelry group. I'll put the testnet thread up there. Um, I'm not 100% sure when I'm going to be able to get it up. Um, I'm trying to do it as soon as possible. So it might already be up by the time you hear this. Look for it if you wish to. Yay. It's oh, so and awesome. It uses fingering weight yarn. I should have mm-hmm. mentioned that. And my sample used two skeins of the gray color and one skein of the purple color. So for a lot of sizes, that will be okay. And then uh, larger sizes, you'll need another skein of the um, sleeve color. Uh, I've mm-hmm. also, some of the cover members have suggested doing the sleeves in two different colors, which could be pretty fun. And mm-hmm. you could use yeah. up some single skeins. Just depends on how spicy of a knitter you are. Or you could do stripes. Yes, someone else suggested doing stripes on the garter. I think that would be really cool to see. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So if if someone wants to do stripes, hit me up because I'd love to see that. In yeah, <laughs> that's so much fun. Yeah, but that's what I finished. Awesome. Got anything cool you're working on? I have assorted things. Um, mm-hmm. I've been working more on my color work art deco cowl. Uh-huh because I'm wanting to get that done. This is Oh, it does look side. bigger. Yeah, it's very large and I th- I might stop after this repeat. Mhm. Cuz I don't want it to be too too tall. And this is the art deco chart that I made that Lauren has actually already knit two of these. And it's gorgeous. And it's I a tube it. cowl, but you you're going to fold mm-hmm. it and graft it together so it'll be doubly wide. So it's about this tall right now, which mm-hmm. is pretty good. And I am I think I'm only like six rows into this repeat. So I think I'll mm-hmm. probably stop it mm-hmm. after this one, I think. Yeah. It's so nice. this is getting close. And turn it back inside out. I like to knit color work inside out. Keeps- to actually knit it inside out? Hmm? I knit it with the... Uh, oh, yeah so that, that makes the, sense it keeps the floats nicer because they have a wider circumference to lay across if you're just listening to this that was my like, <laughs> has mouth, a really like... stunned face <laughs> <laughs> it was like open mouth oh my god this is why she's the designer yeah face, so like... this is how i knit all mm-hmm. stranded color work that's in the round that's super clever that's worth the price of admission right there is learning that tip Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a super helpful tip. I did learn it from Tin Can Knits. I didn't come up with it on my own, but I do spread the word about it because it's really good, especially for things like socks where your floats might cause it to not fit properly and like sweater mm-hmm. yokes. Highly recommend knitting with your wrong side out when you're knitting in the wrong. And you don't have to do anything differently. It's just about how the fabric is sitting on mm-hmm. your needles. That's super clever. I'm going to try that the next time I do color work. Do it up. Anything else cool? Uh, I do have a cat friend. Yes. Other cool thing I have worked on is this. (gasps) The leg warmers. It's so cute and fuzzy. It's the fuzziest leg warmer I've ever seen. Yeah. This is all tangled up on itself because it's magic loop. But this is your uh, history makers colorway. 
mm-hmm. which is your Yuri on Ice colorway. It's taking everything in me not to sing right now. I know. <laughs> it's making me really want to watch Yuri on Ice. And we just finished Fruits Basket. So I might make Chad like binge Yuri on Ice this weekend. <laughs> uh, but this is a self-striping yarn. And it is held together with a ball mm-hmm. of uh, silk mohair. Very nice. Very nice. And I am doing, it's a leg warmer and I'm doing leg shaping so that it fits correctly. Nice. So this is going to be a paid pattern. I've, a lot of leg warmer patterns are free, but they're just tubes, but I'm doing the shaping. So I'm sorry, you're going to have to give me money for it. But I have this one by one twisted rib and then it goes up for the calf shaping up here. And then there's more one by one twisted rib and it fits really nice and is super cozy and I am excited to wear them. And of course I'm working on this and getting them done and it's getting really nice outside. So, you know, the way things are, Mm -hmm. but yeah, they're really fuzzy and happy. My cat's just making really cute purrs and I thought everybody in the world needed to hear them. There he goes. I hear him. Cute. I love your leg warmers. They're super fun. That's such Thank a fun you. colorway too. I really like this colorway. The skinny stripe is mm-hmm. not going the whole circumference at the top, but I think yeah. it looks okay. Yeah. Like just like it was really now and then. only meant to go one to two stripes for most socks. Yeah. And this is like, I'm on, I'm not on sock needles for this leg warmer and the circumference Mm -hmm. is like way bigger than a sock at the top. So, Mm -hmm. but I think it still looks good. It does. You're just working on all your designs. I love it. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That's the idea, Lauren. Yes. (laughs) What have you been working on? Mm, Well, I cast on a couple pairs of socks because, um, I'm deep in my Star Wars Rebels feels. I've lost significant amounts of time just to my feels. But I stole a skein of my Ghost Crew colorway on my High Twist BFL base. And this is what I've been knitting on. Yes. I watched the original trilogy with my, my sweetie at night. And it's just a little vanilla sock. It's and very it's, cute. It's cute. Um, you know, just bright, happy stripes. They make me happy. I have all these projects I'm ignoring, but the only ones I've been working on are my Rebels socks. And I cast on a second pair of Rebels socks. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm bad. Um, this is also kind of an acquisition. I popped into my OIS and I ended up coming home with a skein of West Yorkshire spinners in the licorice colorway, which is just black. Because who doesn't always need black sock yarn for heels, toes, and cuffs and contrasting and this isn't that. But so these stereo isomer socks by High Contrast Knits have been in my queue for a long time now. And it's just this like geometric spacey look. And I was like, oh, spacey socks. I really wanted to steal a skein of my Spectre 4. So I purposefully dyed it up on yarn that I knew how to break in it so that I could keep it for myself. And these it's are my so stereo cute. isomer socks. So it's a light grayish purple and then black for the color work part and it's done with mosaic so I kind of there's a lot there's a lot going on in here I did all sorts of stuff so the stitch counts this is a paid for pattern so I won't go into it but the stitch counts is offered in three sizes and they're low the stitch counts were lower than I thought they like would be for a normal vanilla sock so but I didn't didn't want it to be like loose and blown out so I did my normal size these are for me (laughs) 
I did my normal stitch count, but on a size zero needle. Mm. So I tried that. So I knit the toe regular on size ones. I did all the color work in the foot on size zeros. And now I'm like, oh, it's a little small. So I switched to a size um, one for around the foot. But I think it fits. Um, I tried it on my sock blocker and it fits on my sock blocker. I think I put it on my foot too and it fits too. But I'm doing the flegal. I did the flegal heel again, which works out really nice for this pattern. Seeing as it is mosaic, you're doing two rounds of each colorway. So it gives, and I'm only doing the pattern on the top side of the foot through the foot. So it's got these really cute stripes along the bottom. They are very cute. Yeah. They just grow as they make room for your heel. And then you have your little flegal heel. Nice. Are you doing the pattern all the way around on the leg? Yes. I just started this morning. I've just got a couple rounds, but I'm going to do the pattern all the way around up the leg and then just a little purple cuff. Uh, One thing I thought was interesting, I just from seeing other people's versions of this sock, I thought that the mosaic was go. I don't know why I thought this, but I thought the mosaic texture was going to be looser than regular stock in it. And it's actually more snug, which makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. It should be more mm-hmm. snug. It should be. Yeah. I mean, it that- not it should be, but it generally will be. Anytime it slip stitches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cute. So the the mosaic part is a little, it, it's like a little less than half, even though it's the same amount of stitches, like the stockinette stripes on the bottom are just like a little bit bigger, mm-hmm. but it's, it's really cute. And it's it making really me, it's making me so happy <laughs> <laughs> and it's just the cleverest little chart. And these little lines just make little, it looks like a little maze. Shapes. It's cute. It does look like a little maze and you're supposed to invert the colors for your second ones. So they're not identical socks. And I, I can't do that. I'm I just going to, yeah. I like matching socks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to mirror. I'm going to make a mirror image socks so that they're not identical. Nice. Because they are kind of sighted. And something I do love is like, look on the side, how like some of the lines. Oh, just that's fun. Yeah. Just like, boop. Some of the geometric designs connect with the little stripey stripes. It's very cute. I Yeah, this is the only thing I've been working on like all week. One wee little sock. It's very nice. <laughs> it's just making me unreasonably happy. Stereo isomer socks by High Contrast Knits. Highly recommend. Although I will say it's not like a beginner sock pattern. Oh, yeah. I mean, you should never do any color work on a beginner sock generally speaking. Right. It, it, the pattern definitely assumes that you know a little bit about A, sock making and B, mosaic knitting. Mm-hmm. So, but I highly recommend it. Nice. And that's, that's all I've been working on. <sighs> Have you been working on anything else? No. Cool. Writing that yeah. shrug pattern, which yesterday, <laughs> that took me a lot of yesterday. <laughs> Like Mm -hmm. a huge portion of yesterday and I don't know I'm like not smart so I uh I was surprised by how long it was taking me and by the end of the day Chad was like okay it's time to like walk the dog and then eat dinner and I was like but I'm not done yet yeah I'm still not done yet (sighs) yeah did you get anything I did I got lots of things oh (laughs) 
And there's more in the mail. So hopefully next week too. Nice. But let's see what you got. One thing I got was the mohair <laughs> for right. my Urian ice yarn, which is just Rowan Kid Silk Haze because I wanted just mm-hmm. like a solid to not mask mm-hmm. the pretty stripes too much. Um, another thing I got is from you. Ooh, it came. It did. Hooray! Hooray! I have the sock yarn that Lauren is doing her vanilla socks on. And That's true. A coordinating skein of Spectre 5. Yeah. Which to be for something exciting later. Yay! Yay! I know Spectre 5 is the yarn that gave me fits. Do you like it? I do like it a lot. Good. I'm very excited to like wind it into a cake and see what it looks like in a cake. I'm pretty sure it's going to just be like plain garter in the thing I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to look really cool. I'm excited. I must say for the socks I'm knitting up, I've only done one or two stripes that are that colorway and they look really blah regularly. But if you hold it up to the light, you're like, oh, there's a lot of colors and it's nice. Pretty. I like it. Nice. Yay. Yay. And then I also got this package of many half skeins. Oh, where are those from, Precious? They are from Cece's Wool. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, the, this is her inauguration mini mm-hmm. set. And they are 50, 50 gram balls. And she was super mm-hmm. nice and wound them for me. Uh I normally don't make Dyer's wine things, but she asked, and I'm working with so many mini skeins right now that I was like, actually, not winding 10 half balls would be great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Because that's destined to be a blanket, right? Yeah, it's going to be like a schlanket situation. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know how much she wants me to reveal about it, but I'm doing a thing with this. So, yay shiny so much yarn and then my last little thing is i got this little tiny pyrite pyramid for myself so it's just little fool's gold pyramid and it's fun and geometric and it sits on my desk yay rocks rocks well i got the expansion pack for knitting the game i still need to order that yeah my lys had it um because I was like, order it, please. Uh, <laughs> and ooh, do I know how to open this? Yeah. And it's really nice. I am very stoked on it. So it comes with another set of like a blocking mat and oh, you can so add another player. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you also, can add it's another- purple. So I'll take that one. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So you can add another player with the expansion pack. And then there's there's new yarn cards. And there's all sorts of good new yarn cards, of which yours truly is in there. Yeah. So I, I don't know. You've seen them before. I've shown them before. So new yarn cards, which is great. And there's also new little, um, I don't know. They're like the chance. Or oh, they're like community cards. cards. Yeah. Yeah. So there's new community cards with new things in there maybe i'll give you points some of them mess with Mm -hmm. people you're playing with or help you and then there's new patterns as well and that's good because i took i took some of the patterns and actually i think i took some of the patterns and yarns out of my original set because there are people i no longer uh would endorse so it's good to have some more to add in there's only a couple but like everyone in here i'm 
super like stoked about getting pearly with it's in here nice i'm just gonna go through all the ones that i know and like there's a groteen shawl this is on my irl like queue it's a linen stitch shawl by carolyn dick who i love tiff nealon who's amazing queen of texture and herringbone mm-hmm. she's f- so fun the uh oh yeah jesse may let's see tina say Nice, nice. Love it. There's like so much good stuff in here. Park knits. That's cute. I like the rainbow mm-hmm. sleeves. Oh, yeah. And then Native Knitters. She has so many pretty like geometric color work patterns. I could have sworn Mother of Pearl was in here too. Maybe she's in with something else. Mother of Pearl's in the original game. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But yeah, like, the Three really of stoked. Cups is in the original game, which is a sweater hmm. by her. That's cute. It's named after. It's a cheerful one. What? <laughs> it's named after tarot. <laughs> yeah, and I get it now. <laughs> but yeah, but really stoked on the expansion pack because I did have to take out a couple patterns uh, from my other set. So yeah, I mean, that's really awesome. That and I guess leading right into witchy stuff, I got in an order from Baby Vadu, who is like our favorite like source for witchy some sorts of witchy things on the internet. She has a really so, cute new sweatshirt. Did you see the cute new sweatshirt? That's yeah, like 80s I did. It's really, it's really cute. But um, I just got some candles because who doesn't like candles in many colors that I'm dropping on my floor. But um, I got a couple of her tapers in um, uh, one of her coven crates and I really like the way it burned. So I was like, oh, I'll get more until Emily sends me tea lights. <laughs> also, I'm shipping candles today. So I was waiting until I sent you back your cowl, but I think I'll just send you a separate tea light package because you've sent oh, me like so nice. many yarns. <laughs> it's, it's not a big deal, but I got a couple incenses from her, from Baby Vidu as well. I got these short sticks. I would open it, but there's really no point. Um, short sticks. I'm sure knowing me, it was like the masala ones that are like warm chai spices. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking a cup of chai right now. If it's chai flavored, I love it. But it's great because everything she does is packaged as eco-friendly as possible. It's all paper packaging. And that's sort of a thing. And I got the veil lifted incense as well, which is longer. Ooh. It comes in this Cute. pretty paper tube. And it, it smells good. Pretty. It smells so good. It smells like baby powder, but good. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a weird relationship with smells. Like I'll smell something. I'm like, that smells like bloody, bloody, blah. But that, that's what I got. Just some incense and candles from my favorite place on the internet to get incense and candles. And nice. Things from. Hooray. Does that lead us right into our occult corner for today? It does. Yeah. Emily came with like a really interesting topic. I don't even know how you pronounce it. Introduce it to us, Emily. So lacrimory? Is that right? Hmm. What is it? Let me look at what yeah, it looks it like. It was lacrimory something. Ah, uh, no, lacrimatory. Lacrimatory. That makes sense. Yes. Lacrimatory bottles. Lacrimatory bottles, otherwise known as tear bottles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my brief Googling of it this morning, that's a really like interesting topic. It seems like uh, small bottles to contain your tears in have been a thing like for a long time. Yeah. And they are apocryphal. <laughs> uh, so uh, ever since like Egyptian, Greek and Roman times, um, mm-hmm. people have found small, tiny vials in mm-hmm. grave areas. Uh, mm-hmm. 
and uh, small tiny battles depicted in like funeral processions and stuff. And Mm -hmm. uh, there is a Bible quote, which is in Psalms. And David says to God, you have kept count of my tossings, put my tears in your bottle, which is Mm -hmm. Psalm 56, 8. And that seems to have spawned this idea of putting tears into tiny bottles. And it was like a morning thing. Uh, There are lots of tiny bottles from the Victorian era. Uh, mm-hmm. And we know that those Victorians love to get down with grieving, uh, what with the wearing of black and having of cameos and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so lots of people have been calling tiny glass bottles from the Victorian era lacrimatory bottles, mm-hmm. uh, saying that the Victorians would cry into them. And the story is that you would cry into it. There would be tears in the bottle, and when the tears dried, the grieving time was over. That's super interesting. But all fake. That's None of that is real. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, these tiny bottles were for perfume, mm-hmm. in a sense. Uh, and they were in Greek and Roman times, too. Um, scientists mm-hmm. have done tests on the chemical contents of what was in these bottles, and it's perfume. Uh, they're not tear bottles. Sorry. It's a nice story, but it's not a thing. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very um, Bronte or Shelley thing to do and cry into a vial and keep a vial of your tears you've shed over your beloved. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, you can definitely see some like Victorian vampires getting down with the tear bottles. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it makes sense for multiple reasons why people would be buried with them back in the day. Because it's grave goods are commonly valuables and also dead bodies don't smell good from what I understand. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they're having a resurgence right now with the uh, like order of the good death and general like death positivity movement. Uh, So Mm -hmm. they're kind of becoming a doodad that people want. Uh, So there's Mm -hmm. a whole slew of internet salespeople selling Including the Vatican. Including the Vatican. (laughs) We both discovered in our searching that Vatican.com has some (laughs) lacrimatory bottles for sale, which is weird. (laughs) I don't know. I've been to the Vatican twice. They've got a pretty big gift shop. They sell things. I have been given things from the Vatican when my Mm -hmm. very Catholic family has gone there. So that makes sense. I have, I know that they sell holy water there and whatnot. So. Oh yeah. They sell everything. I bought pens there. I used to have like my Vatican pens that I thought were fun to have around, but there's another fun thing in the Vatican. They have their own post box because they're their own country and you can like Mm -hmm. get things with a Vatican postmark, which is kind of because they're a teeny tiny country in the middle of a big city. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tear bottles. Would you cry into, would you cry into a bottle? It sounds hard. It does. I think this is another reason why it's definitely apocryphal picture trying to cry into a tear bottle. Mm -hmm. It's awkward. There is a scene in a film where that happens and it is awkward in that scene as well. We all know the one. I'm not going to say it. I was going to say, it's like, is it the one we're all thinking of? That it's the one we're all publicity? thinking of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does look awkward. But I must say, like, they make a lot of unnecessary things like shoe tying really awkward in those films. It's true. It's true. Life is just um, awkward, though. Yeah. But so uh, Victorians 
the reason that they had so many tiny perfume bottles on them is things didn't smell awesome back in the day. So they would like dab a little bit of like their scent onto like handkerchiefs and stuff and carry it around. Yeah. Yeah. Post-industrial revolution, things were uh, pretty stinky from what I understand. Mm -hmm. The Victorians, they were wild. Yeah. Wild people. I think if I were white, that would be a fun time to like travel back to and check out if I had money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So much interesting stuff going on. Yeah. Cool. Is that a wrap up our talk of uh, tear bottles? Yeah. The myth of tear bottles. The myth of tear bottles and how it would be very awkward to actually cry into a bottle. Yes. But tiny glass bottles from that era are still pretty. So if you like them and like to have them around, that's totally cool. But they didn't contain tears. It's just a fun story. You could put your perfume in them too. You could. Or your tinctures or your CBD oil or whatever you like. Mm -hmm. Cool. Or even your tears. (laughs) Or even your tears. Very nice. So we do have a little bit of shameless self-promotion this week. You can still buy quarter two of our Power of the Full Moon Club. It is available in Emily's Etsy store, which is Kitty with a Cupcake. And we will be closing that down in the beginning of March. So go and get your orders in if you want to be in on the club. Yeah. And if you are listening to this in the audio only version, it is actually too late. You cannot get the thing. Sorry. Cool. So I, me, Lauren, I'm having a big shop update on Sunday, the 28th at 9 a.m. Pacific. And I did all my avatar colorways again. So I'm going to have a big fat avatar update. I will have two self-striping colorways. Yep. Yep. Which is APA. And it's just a bunch of neutrals, two different tones of gray, a dark brown and a cream, two shades of like creamy colors and a little bit of blue Mm -hmm. for his little blue snoot. Snoot. So, and then I'm going to have harmony. So I have a big stripe and a little stripe for each of the elements. So eight stripes total. And I will have both of these self-striping colorways on my high twist BFL base, which is what I've got here and matte sock, which is my superwash merino nylon base. I don't have them wound up right now, but every color that you see in the harmony self-striping, I will have available in full skeins as well as a mini skein set. So eight mini skeins. And then and then, I have and then, the mini skein set sitting next to me on my cart somewhere, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I will also have a whole bunch of Jasmine Dragon, which makes me really happy. It's some really nice green tonals. There's like some bright green, like kind of like matcha green, and then some dark green, like dried tea leaves green with little bits of kind of like an iron gray. And the green parts have lots of earthy greeny speckles. And then the little gray bits have some little um, fiery orange speckles on there. They're so nice. It makes me really happy. This is my Uncle Iroh colorway. Your nails look it's, nice with it too. Yeah, it's the jade set from Cirque Colors. <laughs> I was thinking like Avatar, like jade. Yeah, I can't resist the theme. So this this makes me really happy. I'm really tempted to keep some of my Jasmine Dragon colorway for me, but I'm already going to be keeping a full skein of all of my colors. When I look so. at the Jasmine Dragon colorway, I like taste green tea in my mouth. Yay! So I think you did a good job. I'm excited like and then because I needed some for me I dyed up more Spectre 4 which is that gray toned purple with neon kind of yellow yellow greeny speckles and some deep purple speckles and some kind of grungy speckles so it's a light gray toned purple with some deep purple speckles and some neon yellow speckles 
Spectre four. Yay. Cat. Cat. <laughs> oh, we are insane. Mm-hmm. Go watch Rebels. You might understand this insanity we're going on about. <laughs> yeah. And then I have, like I said, there will be a whole mess of other full skeins and minis and such. They're all sitting right here, right off camera. And there, so much yarn this week. So much yarn. busy. I have been so busy. Cool. And then your Etsy shop is also going to have some stuff too, huh? Yes. I have a coffee shop themed candle update in my Etsy shop in the moment. And uh, some of the scents have already sold out. Some more might have sold out if you're listening to this on audio, but mm-hmm. check it out. I do have stock of a couple things. There might be a couple things in there. Um, mm-hmm. I have my Cafe Macchiato scent. This is the only four ounce one that's still available as of recording. Uh, mm-hmm. I do have more jars coming, but I was low on jars. So most things are big this update. I have Banana Muffin. which really smells like fresh banana bread nice it's a good one and then the only other scent still available is strudel and spice Ooh, that sounds good which smells like baked things nice Mm. awesome so if you're looking for us around the internet you can buy my hand-dyed yarn at valkyrie fibers tahoe on etsy you can find me at valkyrie underscore fibers on instagram yes and if you would like to purchase these candles or get in on the power of the full moon club quarter two uh you can find me on etsy as kitty with a cupcake and you can find pictures of all of these things and all the other various things I talked about making and whatever on Instagram as Kitty with a Cupcake. And you can find us together as Fiber Coven on Instagram. And you can go to fibercoven.com to find our show notes for links to all the wonderful things we talked about. And you can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash fibercoven. Uh, where we have a really good backlog of really nice blog content. There are tutorials, there's sneak peeks, there's videos of Lauren crying at (laughs) (laughs) supernatural finales. Uh, There's uh, all sorts of good stuff. (laughs) And we have a robust active discord. It's nice. Yes. Nice, happy coven members in our discord. We love them very much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had something to say, but it just totally I'm knocked sorry. It out of my brain. <laughs> oh yeah. That's what it was. If you like us and you want to give us a good review, you please like rate and review and subscribe to all our stuff. We'd be eternally grateful. Yes, please. But only if you have a good review. Yeah. We don't want to hear from you. If you don't like us, you can, <laughs> you can leave. <laughs> well, thank you so much for spending some time with us again this week, Kevin. And until next week, keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye. The Fiber Coven podcast show is written and produced by Lauren and Emily. The show is edited by Emily and the show music is by Chad O'Brien.